0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
1: Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It is hump day. Yes, it is hump day. And I'm glad to be getting over the hump towards the weekend. Um, I got to tell y'all, I ain't humping uh, too well right now. (laughs) Not feeling good at all. In fact, I feel like I have been run over by a freight train. And you you know what I blame for this? I blame the intermittent fasting that I tried over the weekend. I fell prey to that psychological operation against me. And now I think I'm paying the price for it, y'all, because I am not feeling good at all. Memo to me, stick with what I know well, and that's eating, okay? (laughs) Uh, But we are going to soldier through because there is breaking news tonight. Never a day off. None whatsoever. And uh, in fact... uh, um, I just lost my train of thought there. That's how much. That's how much I'm I'm on the struggle bus with whatever bug has hitting me, y'all. But anyway, joining me tonight and every night of the week on the AK Show, maybe I need an extra help into this because it's full of nutrients. Of course, I'm talking about DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, rock, rock, like a dungeon dragon, high heat. Sesame Broccolini. <laughs>
2: I just cannot believe it is only Wednesday. Honestly, I, I know just, I'm shocked. I, I, I say this all the time, but really, it just feels like a t- maybe it's this business. Maybe it's just a time warp, maybe. but it's just the 24 hour news cycle. And there's yeah. more stuff already on Twitter. And it's just like it's it's unending and relentless. But it's, yeah, it's very important. People tune in and figure out what's going yeah. on, especially knowledge is power, people. So that's the mm-hmm. name of the game right it now. It is.
1: It is. And you know what? I was thinking about that. We talked about it last night. Six pro-lifers are looking at up to 11 years in prison for exercising their first amendment rights, the right to peacefully assemble and their right to exercise their religion. And since the Biden administration uh, criminalized both of those things only in front of abortion clinics, they're now looking at 11 years and it made me think of their courage and their bravery uh, because they, this happened on the, after January 6, in which they did this uh, this peaceful protest outside at, at an abortion clinic, and these are Christians. In spite of what they might have faced in terms of persecution and prosecution, have stood up to do the right thing. And there are so many Christians that are burying their heads in the sand that are listening to these preachers telling them to turn off the news. These many of these are preachers that are only preaching the feel good gospel and never mention anything happening in the evils and that's going on in this world. And we have to understand that God has put us in this place for this time and we we all have to do our part and that means to fight against the evil that's going on in this world case in point. Uh, In addition to them facing and by the way, six are now been convicted and facing 11 years in jail. I believe there's four others that have yet to be prosecuted or yet to be sentenced, and they're looking at a a, a prison time as well, maybe just not up to 11 years. So there's 10 people in total uh, that were arrested and convicted and looking at jail time for exercising their right to peacefully assemble and their right to exercise their religion. A Navy veteran, remember the Navy veteran who decapitated a Satan display at the Iowa Capitol? Well, get this, Sesame Broccolini, he is—he has been charged with hate crimes by the federal government. Can you help me make sense of that? Because a hate crime, the hate crime statute is supposed to be about protected citizens in this country, which is to me is discriminatory on its face. But can you tell me where Satan falls in line in terms of being a protected class of citizens in this country? This was a satanic display. It was not a person. Can you make that make sense to me?
2: Well, and here's where it gets weirder. I mean, look, it's the whole, first of all, like you're saying, there's a false equivalency as if Satanism or whatever this is, is even some sort of real religion with any real creed to it or any real theology to it. But even
1: if it was, that was a symbol of it. It wasn't a person.
2: Absolutely. No, absolutely. Look, it's, it's obviously political because churches are being burned all the time and being attacked all the time. So obviously it's political, but I'm just, on top of it all, I'm just saying that the website, you go to their website and it says, we don't worship Satan, we don't believe Satan exists, we don't believe in the supernatural. So all the religious protections, is just ridiculous. And I don't know how you fight back, but conservatives will sit there and say, this isn't legal, it's not constitutional, they can't do this. Well, the left does it anyway. They do it anyway, so I, I don't. That's the problem we keep running into over and over and over again. Leftists weaponize the institutions; they weaponize our belief systems against us, and then conservatives are left sitting there saying, "Like, okay, well, how can we do this? Do we just debate each other forever? Like, we have to." So I don't know. It's it's just so maddening to me, and I don't know what's gonna happen for him, but I really I know he's got a good legal team, and I'm hoping for the best. This is just so crazy. It's it's unbelievable. It's. Is this America it's, anymore? You know, it's like it's Christians really just not. don't get a First Amendment. If you're a Christian, it, it, you just don't right. get to peacefully assemble right. or erect anything. Like in a public space no. of all places. This is a display in a public space. I, where's the separation of church and state argument coming in? It's right. It's like yeah. we're, we're protecting Satan and punishing Christians in a Christian country. Yeah. In a country yeah. that would yeah. not it's have insane. happened without the coming of Christ. It's
1: Our founders specifically, you do not, as a Satanist, you are not mentioned— in uh the uh constitution no right well uh, well i mean i guess if because mm. you're right because they say they're not a religion but you're you're a, you're a, a, the, specifically mentioned in the constitution your right to free freely assemble and your right to exercise your religion that's specifically mentioned in the constitution yet christians are being persecuted and prosecuted that's why that navy veteran is being hit with hate crimes, but it doesn't even make sense from a legal standpoint because show me in the hate crime statute where it, how can it be a hate crime to take down a satanic display, but it's not a hate crime for schools to not allow the word Christmas to be on a calendar for school teachers to not be allowed to wear a a, a cross. Right. So, you know, it's just what, what we have going on in this country right now is communism. We have a destruction of the constitution and it's just, and we've got Christians burying their sand, their heads in the sand and turning off the news and ignoring it and just pretend, you know, and ignorance is bliss thinking, well, you know, it's the end times or I've got to protect my thought life. In the meantime, uh, this country is, you know, being ripped apart. And if you are a Christian and you care about your children, your grandchildren and the rest of the world, and also I think... Uh, you know, it is our job as Christians, and I, and I want to move off from this in a minute, but it is our job to, we're supposed to be sharing the message of Christ, not, you know, you know pretending that attacks on, how, and how are we doing our job as Christians when we're not defending Christ in a world right now where Christians are being persecuted and Satan is being worshiped? you know, we've got to stop that. Speaking of evil, I want to shift gears because there was hearings today. Zuckerberg was brought before Congress in a hearing today that had to do with social media, damaging kids. And I'm torn on this. Um, I, you know, there's, because to me, <sighs> I would have rather had Congress do a hearing today on the persecution of Christians and this FACE Act, this year, you know, how is it made legal that you're not allowed to specifically your constitutional right to assemble no longer exists if it's in front of an abortion clinic? Where's the hearing on that instead of the hearing on social media? Because really, it's up to the parents to control what their children see and hear. How can a teenager, how can a minor be harmed by, from a TikTok account if their parents didn't allow them to have a TikTok or an Instagram account? I want to play this soundbite um, from uh, my man, Senator Kennedy from Louisiana, and uh, then we'll talk about it from here. Sesame, let's play Kennedy.
2: If you think that Instagram is not hurting millions of our young people, particularly young teens, particularly young women, you shouldn't be driving. It is.
1: Yeah, it is hurting people. But again, you know, what is this? And, and I, y'all know I love my man, Kennedy, out of Louisiana. But what is the purpose of this hearing today? I do not want the U.S. government to be going down the role of controlling social media. That's no bueno. And I particularly disliked, and y'all, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. We're going to take a break. I've got another clip from for, clip from Josh Hawley that's going viral today, and I just think the Republican Party is is you know wasting time on a hill that they are using for virtue signaling and it, to avoid dealing with the real issues that's going on in this country. I want to know what you guys think. Email me, andreakashow.com, andreakashow.com. We're going to discuss and and deal with this more on the other side of the break.
0: Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, are children and young adults and and young girls being corrupted and being damaged and having issues? Uh, is it is it going? Is it s- social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook? Or although I don't know that Facebook is really a site anymore that that young um, people use so much anymore. I think it's more X and really more TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Do I think it's harmful to people? Absolutely. There's lots of things that are harmful to young adults. I'm old enough to remember in the 80s, when the supermodel craze was... was considered harmful. That was really what launched so much of bulimia and anorexia, that which was a crisis in this country, this country, because before, because the launch of the supermodels, which was Cindy Crawford and Naomi, you know, um, Campbell and, and all of these, the glamazons, uh, that was, that was such a shift in our culture, uh, in terms of, um, in terms of young women the beauty magazine craze um this was the precursor to sex in the city right it's what paved the way to to that entire series Uh, So much of what Sex in the City was about was about fashion. It was about Vogue and Glamour magazine and all that. And all that started in the 80s. And what became an epidemic in the 80s? Bulimia and anorexia nervosa. As young girls started seeing these images and started harming their bodies and killing themselves with anorexia in order to try to look like these amazingly, incredibly beautiful women. And it got even worse in the 90s when we had the heroin chic look as it went from the Cindy Crawford, six-foot Brooke Shield, six-foot Glamazons to the Kate Mosses who were literally starving, literally starving themselves. It was called heroin chic because they literally looked like emaciated drug addicts. So this is not new, in other words, to have media having a negative impact on young women. It's not new and we have not had government controlling glamour magazine and cosmopolitan magazine why would we be going down this road in particularly when we have things like uh christians being thrown into jail we still have americans in Jan- in the gulag political prisoners in this country and instead we've got moments like this where josh holly is trying to humiliate Zuckerberg. I want to play this clip and then Sesame, I want to get your reaction. If you can play, um, I think it's, did did I pull this clip? Hmm, I'm not sure I pulled the clip. Let me see if I did. I might not have. Hmm, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't because I was annoyed by it. So what happens was he says, he starts saying to, to Zuckerberg, you know, are you going to apologize to the people here? Cause there was families there for what you've done to them. And he holds up, do you see these pictures here? And, you know, he holds up the pictures and there's applause in the background. Oh, I didn't play it because you couldn't really hear Zuckerberg standing up. Cause he, I guess he stands up and he turns around to the families and he starts to apologize. And I just thought, this is just this, what is this accomplishing? This is nothing but theatrics and performance on the part of the Republican Party. Am I just sick tonight and not feeling good, Sesame Broccolini? Your thoughts?
2: Well, I I mean, there's a few things here. Overall, I think you're spot on. Number one, it just seems like your your whole point about is this really the most pressing issue, right? For me, I mean, border economy – Um, So much uh, persecution of Christians, persecution and censorship of conservatives, which brings me to my main point about the fact that I don't want to open the door under any circumstance to blowing up the size of the nanny state and creating more surveillance and more censorship and more monitoring of our telecommunications in in pursuit of the illusion of security or stuff. Like, look, okay, it's bad. There's bad content online. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Be be careful as an internet user. There are reasons they have safe browsing modes and different web browsers. Fine. Fair enough. But to hold Mark Zuckerberg personally liable for bad things on his platform is like going to AT&T and saying terrorists use Wi-Fi that's provided yeah. by your company, so we are going to personally shame you for empowering the Taliban. And it's like, well, yes. I don't know that we should start banning cell phones just because people are able to send each other memes and locations and stuff. like. Any technology or anything can be weaponized, but that doesn't mean it just means we need to educate people.
1: We need to right. make people well, and, aware of
2: the dangers of what's online right. and, and teach kids about how to use the internet safely and responsibly.
1: And it, who should be teaching those children? Parents. Parents. Part of the issue that I have here is this is the government stepping in, in the role of parents. That's what was taking place today. And what, what do we have? We talked about last night, a Montana couple whose child was taken away from them. They lost custody because they refused as Christians refused to go along with the gender cartels a push to transgender their child. And let me tell you, there's more details to that story I didn't even have a chance to get into. Like the fact I mentioned how the child was moved to Wyoming and they didn't want the child to go to Wyoming. What happened to get that child to Wyoming? What And, 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 and the way that that played a role was, the, child was the, the doctors wanted to move the child out of the hospital to a mental health facility. The parents were aware that some states allowed for parental control over gender uh, transformation, transitioning stuff, and some states didn't. And so they wanted to move their child who did have mental health issues to to a mental health facility in Montana where they could retain parental control. The hospital wanted to move the child specifically to Wyoming where parents don't have control over their child. So then the next day, CPS and the police showed up their house and took the child from them because they said that the parents were denying the child care uh, because the hospital wanted to move the child to to a facility in Wyoming. And that's how the child was taken from them. And the Republican governor in the state of Montana is defending that the same CPS and the same police that filed false accusations against the parents that there was alcoholism and child abuse going on in the home. The child lied and said that she had, had swallowed an, uh, an, uh, an overdose amount of Tylenol and drank toilet bowl cleaning uh, fluid, even though uh, there was none of that found in her system. The way that those parents were railroaded by our government, at the state and the local level, through hospitals, doctors, nurses, police, CPS, the governor, and meanwhile, at completely denying these parents their rights. And this is the kind of stuff that's happening across this country. And we've got the Republicans doing hearings on Instagram. It just ticks me off. we're, this is, we're losing our country because of stuff that happened to that Montana couple. It's the, because the, the, and so I don't want the government at the federal level, stepping in as the parents, your thoughts.
2: Well, I, I just, I'm trying to figure out, is it that the sort of mainstream GOP establishment is just out of touch because they do this, you know, all the time, as soon as they get their hands on a majority or the speakership or a little bit of power. They start using it to hold hearings on things that are honestly really not even that interesting or that important. It's like, let's talk about Hunter Biden. Let's talk about Biden family corruption. Let's talk about actually building a wall right now. You know, like I I just I don't know if it's just about being out of touch or being afraid or maybe they think this is actually what is of of legitimate interest to most citizens. I think it's
1: low hanging fruit. I think it's a combination of all of the above. Okay. I think it's low-hanging fruit. It's something easy that they can tackle. That's part of what, you know, uh, you know, um, Nikki it's also Hayes, non-controversial.
2: Think... It's like of right. course everyone's that's against what makes child a traffic fruit. It's like
1: Exactly.
2: It's like you guys it's... Please, let's get through some pro-life legislation or a real conservative agenda. Like every single time, we're in the position to do it. There are two. And maybe it is just fear. Maybe it truly is just they're afraid to stand for their principles and fight in the way that Democrats do. Get in the trenches. Get nasty. Fight. Like I mean, we have a country to save.
1: Like yeah, there is no time to waste. So I just no, I don't get what the it's old GOV is doing.
2: Uh, yeah. It's
1: easy, it, it's virtue signaling. Um it makes it seem like uh they're handling some critical issue when the real critic when it's just a distraction it's oh squirrel look over here you know it's so, so they don't have to talk about the border they don't have to talk about christians being persecuted they don't have to talk about the fact that we now know that it was a you know capital police officer who planted pipe bombs you know and the and the feds were behind a fedsurrection and entrapment plot and it's just meanwhile our country is literally being destroyed and as much as I love Senator Kennedy and some other people, I, I just, I, 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 I cannot be manipulated with this kind of crap. That's what's going on. Um, and, and, and actually, it's related to another topic. Do you, are you one of these signs are you a Trekkie? Do you like sci-fi stuff and like Star Wars and all that?
2: I do like very specific uh, sci-fi's. I mean, uh, one of my all-time favorites, Interstellar, the- great movie. Martian, but Star Wars franchise, sure. I mean, before Disney, of course, took over. What um, about Star Trek? I'm. It's all right. I mean, I think it's relatively interesting. I'll watch it, but I don't call myself a Trekkie. I'm not really into that world much. It's it's okay. it's okay. I have respect for that show, but it's not okay. my favorite.
1: Well, okay. Well, I know that former producer. Uh, Tater Skins loves it. I know it's like a huge thing, the whole Trekkie thing or whatever. Um, Well, uh, evidently, the gender cartel has gone after Star Trek. The European Union, and this is a true story. This is, I'm not joking here. The European Union has has, um, their gender equality... uh, proposal says that uh they want to ban Star Trek's uh, you know they the open of the show um starts out with space the final frontier these are the voyages of the starship enterprise blah 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 to boldly go where no man has gone before they literally this is how to re- this is what we're up against um they're uh they uh the European Institute for Gender Equality published a quote toolkit for gender sensitive communication and they want that, um, uh, uh, to be removed. They don't like, I don't, I don't know if they want, if they expect old episodes of star Trek to be, to be like a new voiceover to be dubbed or whatever, but they're saying it needs to say to boldly go, they want to remove that. The start, uh, they want to remove the star Trek phrase to, from to boldly go where no man has gone before to to boldly go where no one has gone before now of course shatner has weighed in he says presentism at work again why start at star trek isn't it better to start at the beginning and redo foundation materials such as the magna Carta, religious writings works of shakespeare before worrying about a silly tv show opening that reflect reflects social commentary oh where'd it go Social commentary of the time, if people are offended by six seconds of dialogue recorded in 1966, without a modicum of understanding of the social issues at the time, there's bigger issues that need to be to deal with first, like educating themselves. So, yeah. We're off the rails, America. And it's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. Uh, Guess where uh, Joe Biden is reportedly planning to boldly go? A place he should have gone a long time ago. We're going to talk about that when we come back.
0: AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all with me tonight. I mean, you know what? I just saw an article. If you miss any part of tonight's show, by the way, download the podcast. Uh, Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Many people might be surprised with the last segment because I was disagreeing with uh, uh, the hearing today the Senate had. Having to do with uh, social media and Zuckerberg, I think that it was a waste of time and we have bigger issues to fry, nor do I believe the federal government needs to be stepping in in the role of parents. I want to hear from you guys, andreakashow.com, Uh We got a problem with our airline industry. I'm scared to fly for the first time in my life, not just because parts are flying off of Boeing planes, but just the insanity that's happening on, on our, our flights. Now I'm seeing a Philadelphia woman is facing charges after she was accused of yelling at the flight crew and she's 60 years old and threatening to pee in the aisle of a frontier flight from Florida. I guess she dropped her. She's, you know, proceeded to, uh, squat and and uh, she lowered her pants and squatted to pee in the aisle. I don't know if she actually peed or not. Um, she's been charged now. I don't fly Frontier, um, but you know it it, it people you know doing this kind of stuff is just um, I, I, it's it's just out of control on our flights. Sesame Broccolini, what do you think is up with this?
2: I think the FAA is completely hijacked. I think that organization and it's also, I mean, Pete Buttigieg, Department of Transportation, it's also the CEO of United Airline, who's part-time, a drag queen, who's putting out all these videos where he's on the ground dancing around. I mean, it's just every single part of the process has been infected, it seems like. It's the regulatory agencies. It's the people that are being hired that where where they only have to fly for like 500 hours now instead of 1,000 with certain airlines, they're literally cutting down all of the standards and making it so much less rigorous mm. so they can justify mm-hmm. hiring people that are really unqualified and they're rolling the dice with people's lives. This is get this is absurd. So, I don't know mm-hmm. when the lawsuits are going to start coming, God forbid there is, you know, a terrible accident where the door comes open and people get sucked out or something, but it's only it's a ticking time bomb. It's only a matter of time until something horrible happens and there is a negative externality. There's a real-world consequence and I don't know right. when and I hope not. I mean, I really hope that I'm wrong. I'm not hoping that happens. I'm just saying that when you make Everything about diversity, equity, sustainability, climate yeah. change. We're gonna wide. We're gonna let you buy three seats for the price of one if you're a plus size traveler. It's like it's like a five year old is running everything now. It's we don't well, have a, sh- a ship it, captain at the wheel. Right. Like,
1: on top of it, we've got a mental health crisis in this country brought about by drugs. I I have to think, you know, part of what's going on, you know, is not just the, you know, crazy people wandering the streets, as you can see happening all across this country. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, even even so-called conservatives were arguing for the legalization of pot and all this kind of stuff. And when you, you know, talk about a breakdown of society and and today's pot is not your mama's grass from the sixties. The increase in psychiatric is, you know, literally, um, uh, what is, um, what is it when you hear voices in your head? It is one of the most severe mental health illnesses. I'm, I'm sick right now. Schizophrenia? I can't think of it. schizophrenia, the rise of schizophrenia because of the pot that's being sold and people and, and people imbibing so much on this serious hardcore pot is just, it's an epidemic proportions. And I have to think that that's a huge part of why we're seeing so many issues of crazy people on these planes. You know, the left knows exactly what they're doing to our culture, whether it's through the sexualization of children. And by the way, if the Republicans want to have a hearing, instead of talking about images on Instagram, how about they hold a hearing for what's happening in our schools and the sexual, have they held a hearing on drag, drag queens? And the crimes that is happening against children across this country, where children are are being, uh, you know, handed dollar bills to put into thong underwear of grown men, strutting around as drag queens. When was the last time they had a hearing on that? It's it's despicable what's happening in this country. But getting back to a little bit of politics. So uh, the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio. Remember East Palestine. When was the train derailment? uh sesame broccolini that uh turned uh east palestine ohio into at chernobyl when was that
2: that was last february it's almost been a full year since the norfolk it's been a full year
1: and donald trump was one of the first people to go brought water and other things there to as of today joe biden has not visited his little uh boy toy Buttigieg. Uh, went. Uh, the solution from Buttigieg and others was to burn off a lot of the chemicals there, which reportedly caused more issues, health issues and others to the community uh, than the chemicals that were spilled in the train derailment. Well, the mayor of East Palestine, uh, uh, Ohio, has endorsed Trump. There's pressure now. Biden, Biden evidently is, is planning on going, um, but Corrine Jean-Pierre Uh, uh, was pressured today, believe it or not, in her presser. And I've got a couple clips. If you could play the second one on the stack, Sesame. So uh, the mayor and uh, community leaders invited the president uh, to meet with uh, East Palestine uh, residents and also assess uh, the recovery uh, progress that's been going on uh, for some time now, as you all know. And so the president had always said that he would go when it is most helpful uh, to the community, and with this inv- invitation, obviously, uh, very recent, uh, and the current uh, status of the recovery, we felt that the time was right. Again, we got an invitation from the mayor and community leaders to, uh, to come. And okay, very, very I can't recently. listen anymore so to this we are mop-headed working, idiot, uh, I, you, you know. know. We got an invitation, like he couldn't go previously in the last year, because he was waiting for the engraved invitation to show up, and so, you know, now that we've gotten the invitation, He's going to go uh, – I mean, this is uh, – how in the world anybody could could vote Democrat at all, let alone vote for Joe Biden again shows the level of insanity. I mean, it, it, it is has every Democrat voter been overindulging in such strong pot that they're now schizophrenic and the voices in their head are telling them to vote Joe Biden? I don't get it, Sesame.
2: I just I don't get it either. It's it's crazy. And I also I just cannot stand this press secretary. She just terrible irks me in awe. It's just it just feels lazy, disrespectful. The way she talks about three lost US servicemen killed in Jordan like they're nothing. It's just it's so yeah. incredibly embarrassing that this is our White House, our primary communicator conduit between the White House and the press it's just such an embarrassment but a lot a large part of the american press they they buy into it and they they stand right by her and by this administration and i don't understand how everything that this administration touches falls apart instantly yeah it's it is i don't yep. know if joe biden is cursed or if somebody put a hex on him or what I, maybe the maybe he's building homes on top of indian burial grounds i, I don't know what's going on but everything he right touches here's what gets right. way worse
1: absolutely overnight. here's what the Here's what the mayor said. He said, I would first like to thank, before he endorsed Trump, I would first like to thank Joe Biden and Hunter Biden (laughs) for visiting the town. Oh, that's right. They were busy. East Palestine, Mayor Trent Conway uh, joked, or Palestine, I'm not sure. While on stage at the Lincoln Day dinner in in, uh, Ohio on Wednesday, uh, he um, went on to say, um, that he, um, Trump really changed the way people saw us in the town. The visit from Trump really changed the way people saw us in the town, he said. He says they realized that we needed help. So Trump brought attention to, to their crisis there. The mayor said, we've been asking for help and we had the EPA there and other agencies, but we truly got help after Trump visited. So we thank you. Without you, this could have been very different. So we thank you. He went on to say, the support you showed to me and my residents, we really appreciate it. You have no idea how much we appreciated that. And that's why he said to Don Jr. in 2024, I will support your father's uh, re-election. So, um, of course, Drudge tonight is trying to act as though Biden is up uh, over Trump. That's actually not true. That's a false report. Uh, The latest today has Trump over Biden. In seven swing states, but again, it 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 defies logic and reasoning that anybody would vote uh, for Joe for Joe Biden at all. So uh, thank you, uh, Mayor. Uh, but actually, thank you to Donald Trump. He went to that town, Sesame Broccolini, without any regard as to what the the uh, what might happen to him from the toxicity in the air in in, in Ohio. You know, not unlike Ground Zero. When he was in New York and after 9-11 and he went down there, how many people got lung cancer and other uh, deadly diseases from uh, the air down there? It says a lot about uh, President Trump. Meanwhile, by the way, I want to follow up on uh, Brian Maloney and I Monday in response to a DeSantis voter. Uh, who emailed me because he felt like uh, Brian Maloney and I had disparaged DeSantis. One of the things that Maloney and I mentioned in the uh, segment on Monday was that Ron DeSantis, the emailer uh, had said that Ron DeSantis had honorably uh, supported Trump. And Brian Maloney and I talked about the fact that he was really running a shadow campaign. It's very clear. And let me be clear what that means. That means he's actually still running for president while while pretending that he's not as governor. And how do you know he's running a shadow campaign? By, by doing videos every day that have to do with national issues like calling for Ilhan Omar to be removed from Congress. That's just one example. Um, so I posted on X that Ron DeSantis is running a shadow campaign and I'm not here for it. The number, hundreds, Hundreds of comments calling me names, attacking me, that's some of the nastiest, most vile comments I've been hit with from Ron DeSantis supporters, proving me correct on everything that I have said about Ron DeSantis and his campaign. I stand by my, my. you can call it disparagement of Ron DeSantis. I call it accurate analysis. You can, I, you can call it disparagement of Ron DeSantis supporters, but all anybody needs to do is go to my X account, see my post and read their responses to see who's nasty, who's vile and who's acting dishonorably. And I'll just leave it at that. We're going to take a break and we come back. Final segment of the first hour of tonight's Andrea K show.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kaye on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kaye show. Glad to have y'all with me. Um, one of the things that I feel like the Republican Party could have been doing instead of, and earlier in the show we talked about the hearing they, they had today, dragging zuckerberg in as they could have been bringing as you said sesame more more focus to this border they should just be holding they should have just all been down there set up a congressional hearing down there at the border go go park yourselves as republicans down at the border and continue to be bring attention to that because what is being done to this nation is we uh, we are under attack we're at a war right now in the United States, brought on by an invasion. We're under conquest, and they're and they're they're going harder at Zuckerberg than they are at Joe Biden for that, or Kamala Harris. Then Colorado is not a border uh, is not a border state, but I want you to hear uh, what the Democrat Denver, uh, the mayor of uh, Denver, had to say about uh, the impact from the illegal invasion. Sesame.
2: So we've always had a length of stay policy here, which was generally individual adults could stay for 14 days and families could stay for 37 days. We paused it for about four to six weeks during very, very cold times, in November and December. Every hotel room we have in the city of Denver is full. We're at 5,000 people in shelter and we have more coming every day. And so we have to
1: reactivate the policy we've always had, which is you can come and stay for a length of time, uh, but it can't okay, be forever. I got it. Every hotel room in Denver is full with illegal aliens. Do you think, and do you know how much it costs to stay in Denver in the middle of the winter and snow season? Or just in general? It ain't cheap. Do you think that these hotels are not getting paid? They are. By who? Taxpayers. While veterans sit uh, homeless, while Americans can't afford to take a vacation and stay at a hotel, can't afford their rent. Americans are paying to house illegal aliens. And let me tell you, I don't know what percentage of those in those hotels in Denver are terrorists, drug traffickers, child sex traffickers. I don't know how many of them are raping children right now as we speak. We're paying for it. And the economic impact. Think about that. That one of the things I heard somebody say today, which was so true that nobody ever talks about is, you, you they we, they are so overwhelming the system that, that the cost for everything is going to go up. The impact on our supply chain you're struggling right now, it's going to get even worse. So you may be saying to yourself, well, yeah, I can't afford a vacation, but that's not really affecting me. There's not one aspect of our lives that is not affected by this illegal invasion. And the Republican Party is is, is trying to, you know, shame Zuckerberg today. The shame for me tonight is on the Republican Party not dealing with the real crisis that we have. And even in the impeachment hearings of Mayorkas, at no point have they used the term orchestrated invasion That we're under conquest. Anything you want to add, Sesame?
2: I was just going to say, if you could just take the sort of animosity from today's hearing, say, from, say, you know, Senator Ted Cruz, just take that same energy, but focus it on the things that are really important. We're not going to at this rate. We're not going to have a country left for very long. Let's just be real. We're in debt. We've got three different proxy wars going off at the same time, and we're also facilitating our own invasion, our own downfall. They're tearing down statues of Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. It's like we are literally erasing our own history, opening the doors to anybody. We've got Hundreds of people on the FBI terror watch list coming into this country roaming around the place, and who knows what they're going to do. Christians
1: being persecuted yes, while they're tearing down the statues of Thomas Jefferson and others. We got a Navy veteran looking at uh-huh. ha- being charged with hate crimes because for a he felony decapitated misdemeanor, a- by
2: the way. This is, they they for, trumped up the yeah. charges from, a, from just a misdemeanor to a federal hate crime misdemeanor. Yeah. They're throwing the book at this guy. Or no,
1: decapitating a satanic display. That's what we got going on in the country, and they're going after Zuckerberg today and trying to humiliate him, uh, basically acting as parents. Uh, You know, we we've got to get active, America. We need to be on the phone with our people and saying, "Enough with this crap! You start focusing on the issues, or we are going to yank you." Because, quite frankly, you know why? It just bears repeating. If they if the Republicans are just going to enable the Democrats. Then let's punish the Republicans by yanking them all out of office and just giving it over to the Democrats. At least we'd have the satisfaction of, you know, taking out. It would to me there would be some satisfaction in that. I'm too sick right now to explain why. And to, on that note, I am. I, I'm going to hand over the reins of tonight's show to Sesame Broccolini. Sesame, thank you for taking over hour two. You guys, I will be back tomorrow. Email me, andreakashow.com. If you missed any part of the show, download the podcast. Peace out. See you tomorrow.